MSW Media. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, December 29th, 2021. I am so excited today. I got to talk to the most amazing, funny, hilarious, brilliant, intelligent women in podcasting. They're the host of the Final Word podcast. They are um, with our wonderful, amazing Supergirl Partner Network, the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network with Stephanie Miller. I hope you enjoy this chat I had with Francis and Angela, a.k.a. Frangela. Hey, everybody. I'm excited today to be joined by the hosts of Frangela, my favorite show, one of my favorite shows, uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, I would be surprised if anyone within earshot of this podcast hasn't already listened to or know who knows who Frangela is. But please welcome Francis and Angela. Hello. Hey! Hello. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. We have recently merged Wonder Woman and Supergirl together. And of course, I'm talking about the Stephanie Miller Network the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. We've joined forces, Wonder Twin Powers, Activate, and um, happy to be part of this and part of what you do. So can you tell everybody about your show? Well, we have a fantastic podcast called, uh, we have several, we have two. Uh, one that we just absolutely love is The Final Word is the first one. And it is all the news that you need to hear. Mm-hmm. Not just the you, news you can use, but the news you need to hear mm-hmm. from our perspective. That we think. That's what we news think. we think you need. <laughs> yes. Okay. And clearly, if people did what we thought, we wouldn't have these problems. Yes. As I'm yes. sure you're aware. <laughs> and what's right. the other show? That is Idiot of the Week. Yes. Another show where people just listened. <laughs> yes. And did what we said, the world would be a better place. Thank you, France. Yeah. It, yes. I concur. Thank you. All we do is give. You give and you give Always. and you give. And what thanks do you get? You get a bunch of people listening to your rad show. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's awesome. <laughs> the first awesome. Well, we believe in, we believe that laughter is healing. And it is the, when you're, especially when you're dealing with something as important as politics, that if you can laugh your way into people's hearts and minds and open them up, it is a surefire way of getting your message in and we've got a really important message to get out there, you know, yeah. right, especially right now, especially before 2022. Yeah. And, you know, this is exactly the reason when I sat down and wanted to do a podcast about the Mueller investigation, I'm like, this is as boring as whale shit. Who is going to pay attention to this? <laughs> we need to make it funny or fun and, or entertaining uh, or, or something, you know, get the facts out there but also use humor. And I wanted to do it from a women's perspective because I think women have a different concept of justice, not necessarily better or worse, but probably better, but different. (laughs) And, and I thought that that was an important point of view to bring too. but tell, tell me a little bit more about why you think it's, it's important to sort of deliver, like we do news with swearing, right? Right. Because when you're watching the news and sometimes, you know, sometimes I'm watching Maddo and I could tell she just wants to say, what the fuck? 
And, and I, I'm like, I think. <laughs> and that's the wonderful thing about what we do. We get to say, what the fuck? <laughs> and you know what? And back to what you were talking about, to touch on what you were talking about a moment ago, being from a woman's perspective and talking from a woman's perspective, we're here to talk from a woman's perspective an African-American uh, woman's perspective specifically, and how, you know, all of these items that are coming down the pike, the Build Back Better plan, voting rights, what's going on in all of these trials that we're watching happening in the world right now, this January 6th commission, we are, we bring our perspective to all of those things. And that's, what we really enjoy and what's beautiful about hearing the feedback from a lot of our fans is, is that, you know, we get a lot of feedback, people saying, you know, I hadn't considered it from your perspective or this perspective, or thank you for providing this perspective, because this is a perspective that I don't get to hear. And let me tell you something, Angela V. Shelton of the Detroit Sheltons and Francis C. Callier. Francis, did you not just say Francis C. Gallia, child? You did, did. You did. It's not. It's, it's E. It's E. Uh, for, you know, we'll go over okay, your name please, later. Thank you. But uh, the other part of Frangela, let me tell you something, Allison. Okay? <laughs> we let it fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hey, I have a question for you, particularly about the Build Back Better plan, because Rep Bowman let it fly today, saying Joe Manchin doesn't care about Black people. Literally said that. So let's talk about what that means. What does that mean to you? Well, first of all, it's a pleasant memory of back when Kanye wasn't crazy. (laughs) So that I'd like to first tip my hat to those days. The salad days, yeah. The salad days when we when Kanye could stand next to a very shocked. um, What's his name? Michael. um, Michael Myers, right? Michael. Like like Myers and say George Bush don't care about black people just came out of him you know uh but in second it's true Joe Manchin doesn't care about black people but but to be clear Joe Manchin doesn't care about any people but Joe Manchin and and coal providers it sounds like uh he doesn't care about Kentucky people in West Virginia sure doesn't care about Kentucky but he doesn't care about his own constituents. He doesn't care about this country. He doesn't care about truth. He doesn't care about honor. He doesn't care about character. He doesn't care about poverty or solving it. He is, in fact, what I would call a bad person. And what's the most important uh, item is he is not a Democrat. He is not a Democrat. And walking around as with the moniker, com- doing the damage, dealing damage to this party, dealing damage to this new president and dealing damage to a plan that he agreed to is not okay. And what are we going to do about it as a party? Mm, yeah, agreed. And and something else interesting, I had a really interesting conversation with an historian today, because if you, you know, if you've read through the reckoning, Mary Trump's book, she talks about how if we ignore the past and we don't learn about what the fuck this country has done in our history, We are not only doomed to repeat it, but we are not able to heal from what we've recently gone through. And what I found really fascinating is that way back during Reconstruction, the person who won the vote didn't get to be president. Rutherford B. Hayes was appointed president. And then we began the mealy mouth fucked up Reconstruction. He just fucked up Reconstruction and we Mm -hmm. backslid into white supremacy. 
And they put that mm-hmm. terrible loophole in the 14th Amendment that said, you know, the slavery is against the law, except when there's crimes. And, and then all of a <laughs> right. sudden it was a crime to look at a white woman. How weird. Uh, that was all by design. And now today we are seeing the exact mm-hmm. same thing with the demonization of the boogeyman critical race theory and the whitewashing of what happened on January 6th. And mm-hmm. a party mm-hmm. who's trying to appoint a president who didn't win the election to make sure that we don't have that we have another failed reconstruction, basically, and allow white supremacy yes. to continue. Yes, yes. And that, and that we continue on with forever a whole every every election after this will be run, won by a Republican. That is what they are talking about. Reconstruction. They are going through the reconstruction. They are reconstructing this country into what they want to legally, because the problem before last year was that legally every people down in Georgia felt like, well, I can't legally do what you're asking me to do. I can't go and find mm-hmm. these 12,000 votes and just but now because we have legislatures in various states sitting here going, well, you know what? I can reappoint somebody. I, I have the power. I can legally do this. I won't get into trouble for making these choices. And I'm willing to make these choices. That means that we will never, ever have a free and fair election again of what the people want. Mm. And that also impacts every agency in government and every branch of government, including the Supreme Court. And I want to talk about that, too, in a minute. But I have to take a quick break. So everybody stick around. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's AG. And today's episode of The Beans is brought to you by Upstart. I dread looking at my credit card statements because the interest rates are so high when I make the minimum payment, nothing seems to change. But with Upstart, you can pay off your existing debt quickly and easily and start living your life again. It's easy to pay off the debt with an online personal loan with Upstart. Over a million people have done it already to pay off high interest debt, consolidate it, pay off credit cards, student loans, fund personal expenses, because you get one fixed low monthly payment. Because they look beyond your credit score. You're more than just a number. They look at your credit history. They look at your income, your employment history, and then they can get a better rate uh, with their trusted partners. It's amazing. And you can check your rate right now for free online without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between one and $50,000. And you can receive your funds as fast as one business day after the acceptance of your loan. So find out how low an interest rate you can get with Upstart and lower your monthly payments when you go to upstart.com slash dailybeans. That's upstart.com slash dailybeans. Please use our URL to let them know we sent you. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. That's upstart.com slash dailybeans. And today's version of the beans is also brought to you by AG. Not me, but AG Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is the health and wellness company that makes daily nutrition simple and convenient. Stress, poor sleep, hectic schedule, all that makes it difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits. And I'm I'm paleo and I do intermittent fasting, so I have huge gaps in my diet. That's where AG1 by Athletic Greens comes in. It's a category-leading superfood product that brings comprehensive, convenient daily nutrition to everybody with just one tasty scoop. And one tasty scoop of AG1 has 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. A special blend of high-quality bioavailable ingredients in a scoop of AG1 work together to fill those gaps in your diet. It supports energy and focus, aids with gut health, that's the probiotics, aids with digestion, supports a healthy immune system, super important right now with the Omicron, and it, it effectively replaces multiple products with one healthy, delicious drink. It's lifestyle-friendly, too. If you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, 
It has less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, no artificial anything, and it keeps it tasting great. My favorite thing is that as the science changes, so does AG1. Most nutritional products that come on the market never evolve, but Athletic Greens continues to improve AG1 based on the latest research. They've had 53 improvements over the last decade and counting. So I recommend you give it a try. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans to take control of your health and give AG1 a try. And finally, are you getting enough? I'm sure you'd love more. Well, our sponsor today for the Daily Beans is adamandeve.com, and they want to give you more with 50% off just about any item plus free shipping on your entire order. You know, for more than 50 years, adamandeve.com has built a great reputation as a trusted, reliable adult toy store. They take pleasure seriously. They take your privacy seriously. And when you want to shop erotic toys, adamandeve.com has it all. Men, women, straight, gay, anywhere in between, Adam and Eve has everything you're looking for in an amazing variety of erotic products. And we're very sex positive here at The Daily Beans. So what do you have to do to get your 50% off one item and free shipping? Just go to adamandeve.com, select any one item, could be an adventurous new toy or maybe some loungewear, and enter offer code DAILYBEANS, all one word, at checkout. You'll get 50% off almost any item. Again, that's adamandeve.com. Check them out today. Select one item, get 50% off, and free shipping on your entire order when you enter the code DAILYBEANS at checkout at adamandeve.com. Everybody, welcome back. Uh, We're talking to Frangela today, and uh, I had mentioned... Another issue that we have and that we have had for a very long time in this country, and that is the Supreme Court. And again, they participated in the in the failure of reconstruction. It wasn't until recently uh, that we got the the pardon of Plessy, Uh, you know, just absolutely terrible decision after terrible decision. And now we're we're back with this six three Supreme Court definitely through dark money funded by people who want to continue yeah. this this white supremacy in this country talk a little bit about how how the supreme court especially in light of these new voter suppression laws where the you know the state the secretary of state can is no longer in charge but the legislatures are in charge the republican legislatures are in charge and if those cases make it up to this supreme court how we are we're we're kind of fucked we absolutely are, and not even kind of fucked. And I think that part of the, the a big part of that problem is not recognizing that we're we're in that battle. We're not anticipating it. And I think that that's how we're the Democrats, the Democratic Party, and how the media seems to be treating right now a lot. It's like, oh, we need to be worried about this. This might happen. That is happening. What they are doing is setting up a legal route to assume power so that they don't have to fire in the street. But then they have January 6th, their trial run in case they have to go fire in the streets. And we've had generals now who have come out and said, retired generals, and said, you need to understand that your military may not be completely under your control. And if we're not thinking along those lines, along the lines of insurrection and civil war, I don't think we're thinking about the right thing at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Supreme Court is just one prong of that attack. The the founding owners didn't anticipate that there would be branches of government that would throw away their own power and authority in the effort to create an ethno state. And they they were wrong because they were kind of okay with an ethno state. (laughs) So the fact that they didn't see it is a little bit shocking when they did see a way for rich landowners to hold on to power and definitely structured our government, particularly the Senate, to make sure of that. And the Civil War, I, I would say I would I would say that Reconstruction wasn't just it wasn't abandoned. It was 
stopped and turned around and that from that moment forward, this country has been working on how to make sure that there's never full enfranchisement. But the problem is white white races weren't having enough babies. Did you see uh, uh, Josh Howley come out and, and, and tweet that? Oh, the, the population growth in the United States is down. That's a bad thing. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's right. Because they democracy. This is like I'll, you got you got to remember love here. Here where you hear it. People, Republicans love democracy if they have the majority. If they don't, they're really into monarchy. Yeah, <laughs> like that's clearly the issue. And the problem is that's not well, that's the minority majority rule. That's why senators that's like right. like Mike Lee have come out and tweeted that you know, we aren't a democracy. Rank democracy is what robs us of liberty. Like they're actually attacking the concept of democracy while outside of the other side of their mouth saying that socialism is the problem. Exactly. And that's why they keep calling us the Democrat Party instead of the Democratic Party. And also, I mean, the language and the messaging is is quite is quite clear. Now, let's talk about some of the remedies. Uh, I think everything everything I could think of boils down to the filibuster. Because mm-hmm. because everything boils down to voting rights. And if we can't get yep. voting rights passed, that is the right from which all other rights spring in this country. So we can't make sure that we teach history correctly. We can't make sure that everybody gets a fair shake. Right. We can't make sure there's equal justice under law. Everything boils down to voting rights and voting rights boils down to the filibuster. Therefore, by the transitive property of white supremacy, all things boil down to the filibuster. How do we how do we put pressure in the right place. I mean, the only thing I can think to do is elect enough senators to make it irrelevant what Manchin and Cinema think. But we're facing so much voter suppression. So we have this terrible paradox where we can't vote the people in that we need because we don't have voting rights and we can't get voting rights unless we vote the people in that we need. Yes. I'm going to tell you what we do. We primary him. We primary him starting now. We kick him out of the party. We demand we stop sending donations to the DNC and the DCCC and say them, we're not going to give you money if you're going to give it to non-Democrats or you're going to allow our party apparatus that we fund to fund or in any way assist in their campaigns. We get him out. We if there's if there's even the remotest possibility of a recall campaign, we begin those on him and cinema. And we all focus because Georgia happened because Georgia went out and voted. But it also happened because the rest of us sent them money and volunteers and time. So this state by state, yeah, it's state by state, but our team has to be there at each state. And that, I think, number one, the way we put pressure is the way we always put pressure. We call, we vote, we primary, we get Pelosi. You call Pelosi's office day and night and tell her no more deals for Manchin and Cinema. No more talking to them. You tell Chuck Schumer that. You tell them we're not sending you any more money. Any of you, if you're going to continually have a people in this party who are not of this party, that man went on Fox News to tell us his party that he wasn't going to support yes. our agenda. That's, that's not a I don't think you can make it more clear. He's not here to please us. He's not here to work with us. He is not here to support us. That is not a Democrat. He is not here for the Democratic agenda. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. him out. Yeah. And the way to do that is to send money to who the best primary candidate is against him in that state. Although I will say, and I'm, this is not a, a very popular opinion, if Joe Manchin wins that primary, mm-hmm. you got to you got to vote for him over a Republican. 
Well, I, do you? Here's what I said. This if we, is what if I we said, lose the majority. Is, and so, I mean, I mean this sincerely because he's not serving our needs. He isn't where, you know what I mean? Like he really just isn't. So the point is he doesn't, it doesn't do us any good. What I say is then he can run a campaign with no money. And if he can run a camp from Democrats, he can get it wherever he can get it. We keep running that person. We mount a recall campaign or we figure out how. I don't know what the I know states have different issues around this. California seems to be the easiest place ever to mount a recall campaign. But, I, you know, like we get on that. And if we and we don't wait for our the levers of these of our party to work to do it because they're stymied. You know, they really just are. Spe- and because of our very nature as the Democratic Party, we are we believe in these institutions. So it's really hard for us to get our minds around when they're failing utterly. And that and I know it's a mind it's a mind fuck. And I've gotten critiqued a lot for saying it. I got slammed for us in a Politico thing a couple of years ago saying, I think we should kick people out of the Democratic Party who aren't Democrats. What are they doing to Liz Cheney? Like, I'm just saying, I was a bouncer girl for years. I know how to throw people out of park. (laughs) I think also probably what we can do is focus on flipping other seats in the Senate um, so that if, uh, you know, if we if we need to vote for the Democrat and the Democrat happens to be Manchin in West Virginia, we can just make him irrelevant by getting two more seats in places that are now Republican, like Ron Johnson, et cetera. And getting Puerto Rico in D.C. Yeah, but you got to get rid of the filibuster for that. Allison, we're here because we've ignored the cancer. Mm -hmm. Nanton is a cancer. Cinema is a cancer. And I'm I'm not moving my little bitty eye. Not one little. They on my last nerve. They on all the nerves. They can't. They can't come up in here. They can't. They got to go, girl. No, be clear. I want them running around this Capitol trying to figure out where the meeting is. That's what should be going on. I want them running around going, wait, 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 there's a meeting. Why are we in? I want people go. And then people walking up going, oh, hey, what y'all doing? Like, like they, you know what I loved? And I, I, I don't have confirmation on this, but I, I feel like because, you know, Joe Biden is so tight with unions that Mm -hmm. that's his bread and butter. He is a a Scranton guy. He's a union guy. And I hope it was him who called up the mine workers union and said, you need to put pressure in West Virginia on Joe Manchin to get Build Back Better passed because what I'm doing isn't working. And and Joe Manchin's been given awards. He's stood shoulder to shoulder with the mine workers union. He's tried to get them. He said Mm -hmm. they need the health care that they need. He's used them. But, you know, the Build Back Mm -hmm. Better uh, plan gives them that health care for, you know, for, to fight black lung disease for the miners in West Virginia. It gives them and Manchin is voting against it or not voting for it, I should say, which is a vote against it. Let's be plain. Uh, so I thought like, nice, pull out, pull the union out. This this That's this union right. that he whose ass he's kissed for the last 20 years to get where he's gotten and to get their money and their support. And and just yank that right out from underneath him. And I, I hope it was Joe Biden that did that. But, you know, God bless the, the mine workers union if they did it on their own, too. But um, I think that that that's where we hit him uh, because we can't take his coal right. money away. 
But here's the deal. Like, I think that we hit him on that. But could we hit him on that for voting rights and ending the filibuster? Build back butter is great. But I have to be, be clear about something. None of those things will happen if we don't maintain a majority in the next election. And 2024 is a dream deferred. I'm talking about 2022. And I'm like, if we don't maintain uh, and we at this moment, we don't have a real majority. We have a sort of kind of majority. We have to get to that as much. And if we can't get to that. In that way, what we do, we have to do is we have to stop acting like we're negotiating with them. What we're really doing is waiting for Joe Manchin. He just every time the press, he's not in it for a week or two. He says he's not going to do something. And then so he can get back in it and whatever. We need to stop appealing to them and just assume they're a no vote and go forward. Like I just stop feeding this flame and stop. And I think we do need to think outside the box and ask ourselves, do we have to blue no matter who was important? Is it still in this situation? And where should we be having Joe Biden use that poll? Use that union poll. It really, all of it, what you've said it, none of it will matter without ending the filibuster and protecting voting rights. They just won't fund the bridge. It won't happen. Congress controls the purse. Yeah, no, agreed. And I think, you know, if, if if they could take that angle, he probably would have already. And you know, I, I I didn't necessarily like the idea of pivoting away from Build Back Better onto voting rights, because I think you can do both at the same time. I absolutely yes, do, too. But um, it is kind of shocking that we didn't learn our lesson the last time Manchin promised that he could get something done, which was common sense gun legislation. And he he failed that with Pat Toomey. Thank it was you. A, it was a. It was a colossal failure. We are abused, you know, like we keep thinking if we get dinner ready on time, maybe tonight we won't get beat. I mean, it is the reality is these people are abusing our us, their constituents, their their party and everyone who supports them. And we have to stop being in this toxic relationship. We have to we have to break up. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to leave. And it is very hard to leave. But you know what? We're going to keep our name. Yes, we you know what? Them. But you know what? We're going to keep our name. We got a go bag. All right. It's ready. We're going to get we're going to get out this relationship with Joe Manchin, Allison. Because what haven't we already lost? We're, we're about to lose abortion. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I, when you lose autonomy over your body, tell me what's right. left. Right. I'm like, what are we afraid yeah. of? Yeah. I was just saying this the other day. I was like, it's like being dismembered while being alive, you know, as a black woman, you know, looking at uh, abortion rights, looking at voting rights, looking at, you know, all the things that Build Back Better would bring to so many women. You know, when when I look at, uh, you know, the the opportunity to have child care, that alone is is magnificent. I know back when we had a small child, how much money we paid out for, you know, a nanny and people to watch her and then preschool because we had to do private preschool because there wasn't a preschool at her age at that time available. They didn't want my child to go to school till she was four years old, but she could talk it too. Yeah. And then you have the the disproportional impact uh, on the black community from what's called the black tax, because y'all take care of your families more than white yeah. people do. And I, when I mean that, I mean uh, the elderly and uh, extended yeah. family and, and how much that costs and, and that increased child care and not having or having Joe Manchin want to get rid of the child tax credit. It obviously 
has a disproportional negative impact uh, on the black community. And so I think that that's why Rep. Bowman came out today and said Joe Manchin doesn't care about black people. He absolutely doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. The fact that he would that even I I can't it, it broke my heart to see the, you know, the Congressional Black Caucus even try to go to him a year. It was like a year ago and have a meeting with him about voting rights. I, I mean, what he should be asking to meet with them. Yeah, that is not how this works. I just had this flash in my head of after Rep Bowman said that of Joe Manchin in his office doing a Jerry Maguire you know, and and like screaming, I love our people, like just like just trying to make somebody believe it. And it isn't going to happen because actions speak louder than words. Exactly. And these these actions are deplorable. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And I'm so glad to be working. I'm so excited to be working with Sexy Liberal Podcast oh, Network too. and Frangela. Tell everybody where they can find your show and rate and listen, because if they do and they subscribe and they rate and they listen, then you can outchart Hannity and we can kick the fascists off the list. So tell people how to do that. Well, we, our podcasts are The Final Word and Idiot of the Week. And here's the thing about Idiot of the Week. You need a little sweetness with all the the, uh, the saltiness, which is the politics, okay? So you want to listen to both of them. But, you can but they're explicit, especially idiot. Do not have your children listening. I like how the, I like how the sweet one is Idiot of the Week. That's the, <laughs> that's the, that's that's the gentle one. one. <laughs> That's where we try to be kind <laughs> by talking about the idiot of the week. <laughs> we talk about how the stupid people are. Okay. Mm, but yeah, that's where you can check us out. You can go to either site, MSW Media or sexyliberal.com to get those podcasts. Please do and do rate, download, review all of that, all of these podcasts, because that is, you were absolutely right. That is what keeps us on the air. That is what allows us to get more, more viewers, listeners, downloads, and eventually kick off these people who suck. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> get rid of yes. them. Nobody should have to listen yeah. to that. Yeah, that's that's like a, one of the, something we're trying to do with like Mary Trump and that whole group. Kick the fascists off the list by buying the right books, listening to the right podcasts uh, and, and rating and subscribing. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful talking to you. And I look forward to to working together more in the future. Thank you. Thank happy you. Holidays, happy holidays. Happy, happy New Year. You. Get your mat on, everybody. It's about to get real. It's it's about about to get real. Happy New Year. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon. Everybody, thank you for listening to The Daily Beans. That's our show for today. That was wonderful. I absolutely love Frangela. They crack me up. You should need to check out their podcast, The Final Word, if you haven't. It's totally amazing. Idiot of the Week is pretty good, too. I mean, it's just all so awesome. I want to thank them very much. And I want to thank Stephanie Miller and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network for joining forces with us. What an incredible, amazing thing. We're going to do great things in 2022. I know it. All right, everybody, tomorrow uh, I have an interview with the amazing Dr. Philip Goodrich, the author of Somerset. You don't want to miss it. And until then, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet, and take care of your mental health. I've been AG, and them's The Beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg and Amy Carrero. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants, and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com.